0: Good evening, my dear friends and curious souls. Welcome to Mysteries After Dark, a horror podcast. My name, you may wonder. Just think of me as your old grandpa, spinning tales from a time long gone, and some from not-so-distant past. In my younger days, my grandkids would crowd around me, their eyes wide in anticipation or fear, eager for the evening's gruesome tales. Now I extend this tradition, this gift, to you, So pull up a chair, stoke that fireside, and let the shadows dance on every corner of the room. Let's journey together into the heart of darkness, where we unmask the unseen, discover forbidden secrets, and unburden the forgotten tales of the past. So dim the lights, my friends, and let's delve into the mysteries that emerge only after dark, on our wonderful, unnerving journey. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have an intriguing story that I believe will captivate your listeners. It revolves around a peculiar phenomenon that has been occurring in the lives of several women, myself included. These inexplicable events have left us questioning the nature of our reality and the existence of an unseen realm. It all began when I stumbled upon a story titled Night Visitor after googling the term on May 8th. Little did I know that this would lead me down a path of unsettling encounters with nocturnal beings. Over the years, and particularly in the past two years, I have been visited by these entities during the night. Their actions have always carried a sense of threat, as they would choke and shake me by the neck and shoulders, as if attempting to pull me out of bed or unveil me from beneath the covers. What intrigued me even more was when an older female friend shared a similar experience she too had woken up to find herself being choked by an unseen force astonishingly she mentioned this incident to me only after it had happened to her unaware of my own encounters her husband dismissed her claims at first but when it happened again she realized something peculiar was occurring the mystery deepened when a 17 year old girl the daughter of a friend revealed that she too had been visited by a malevolent entity These beings would attempt to hold her down, choking and shaking her by the neck. This young girl's account struck a chord within me, as it echoed the experiences shared by my friends and even my husband's daughters. In fact, two of my husband's daughters have also fallen victim to these unnerving encounters. The middle daughter, 23, has endured this phenomenon over nine times, while the youngest, 22, experienced it only once. Both of them claimed to be awake during these episodes, unable to see any physical presence in the room. Strangely enough, my husband has never encountered these entities himself, despite being present beside me when it happens to me. In an attempt to make sense of these inexplicable occurrences, my husband offered his middle daughter some advice. He suggested that perhaps these entities are desperately reaching out for help or trying to establish contact with our world from their side of the veil. He instructed his daughter to remain calm during the next encounter and to clearly communicate with the entity. If it meant harm, she was to ask it to leave immediately. However, if it sought assistance, she vowed to do whatever she could to help. Remarkably, his daughter reported a different encounter following her father's guidance. Instead of hostility, she felt the presence of a gentle female entity. This mysterious being caressed her head and played with her hair in a loving manner, evoking a profound sense of connection that she had never experienced with any visible person before. The encounter lasted roughly five minutes, leaving her with an indescribable feeling of unity. Inspired by this remarkable account, my husband's daughter plans to share her story in detail under the title friendly night visitor. Although she is currently out of town, I will encourage her to post her experience on this platform by May 15th. Curiously, it seems that these incidents primarily target women. The act of being held down, choked, and shaken by the neck appears to be exclusive to females. However, I invite any men who have encountered similar choking experiences to contribute their stories to this. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I can hardly believe what happened to me, but it's a true story that I feel compelled to share. Picture this. It was the year 2006, and I was serving as a cadet on the MV, Spar Ruby, a foreign going ship. We were sailing through the North Atlantic on our way to Trieste, Italy, carrying a cargo of wheat. It was March and the weather was fine. One evening, around 10.30, the chief officer summoned me to close one of the hatch covers. I quickly changed into my shoes, grabbed a torch, and informed the bridge of my intentions. As I made my way to the deck, I started the hydraulic pump to initiate the closing operation. I closed one cover and proceeded to close the other when suddenly my torch malfunctioned. Instead of retreating to fetch a new one, I radioed the bridge and requested them to switch on the forward lights. The third officer on watch assured me it would take a couple of minutes. While waiting, I decided to enjoy a cigarette. Little did I know that this moment would mark the beginning of an inexplicable encounter. As I reveled in the puffs of smoke, a scratching noise caught my attention from behind. Thinking there was a malfunction with the hatch cover, I turned around with caution. But what I saw left me frozen in disbelief. There stood a woman, wearing light clothes and sporting short hair. Her face wasn't entirely clear to me, but what baffled me most was how I could see her so vividly in the darkness. I was unable to move or even utter a sound. Slowly but steadily, she approached me, her eyes filled with the weight of the world's sorrows. In what seemed like an eternity, she came within inches of my face, revealing herself as a beautiful woman in her mid-thirties, possibly hailing from a South American country. Despite her beauty, her complexion appeared pale and her eyes carried an indescribable sadness. Before I could acclimate to this extraordinary situation, all three forward lights suddenly illuminated the area. My head instinctively turned towards the brightness for a split second, only to find that she had vanished when I looked back. Overwhelmed, I lost consciousness. Pratap, are you all right? I slowly regained my senses to find the concerned face of the chief officer peering over me. Without questioning, he promptly dismissed everyone from the room so I could rest. He assigned a duty seaman to check on me periodically throughout the next few hours. The following day, I mustered the courage to confide in the chief officer about the strange incident. He reassured me that such occurrences were not uncommon due to the heavy workload on board ships. Not taking it too seriously myself, I dismissed it as a horrible dream and moved on. Fast forward to mid-April. We had just loaded steel coils in Alexandria, Egypt, and were en route to the United States. As part of my duties, I had to monitor temperatures inside the cargo holds. On the fourth day of our voyage, during an evening inspection in the number five hold, something compelled me to turn around. And there she was again, the same lady sitting amidst the steel coils weeping silently her face glistened with tears summoning all my courage i asked her who she was but received no response desperate for answers i repeatedly questioned her presence and whether i had wronged her in any way still she remained silent instead her piercing gaze remained fixed upon me i shared this perplexing development with the second officer who was closer to me than anyone else on board While he didn't fully believe my supernatural encounters, he acknowledged that something strange was indeed happening. Together, we decided it was time to take action as her presence began to affect my work and well-being. Countless times I implored her to communicate her desires or how I could help her, yet she continued to stare silently. Her enigmatic visits became more frequent, first near the crew's toilet after dinner, then in the radio room. It seemed as though an otherworldly force had latched onto my existence. I confided in the second officer once again, who made an official report to the chief officer. Although initially displeased with me due to my recent work mistakes, the chief officer couldn't ignore the seriousness of the situation anymore. He summoned me into his cabin for a conversation With a bottle of vodka between us, I couldn't contain my emotions any longer and broke down in tears. In my intoxicated state, I poured out my heart, questioning why these inexplicable events were happening to me, a person who had never harmed anyone in his life. The chief officer listened attentively without judgment and handed me some religious literature along with comforting words. That night, After leaving his cabin and collapsing onto my bed in exhaustion, something extraordinary occurred once more. In the dead of night, I woke up abruptly as someone forcefully tugged at my bedsheet. And there she stood before me, a vision in a bluish gown adorned with an Arabian-style cap. The lights illuminated our surroundings as she approached with measured steps. To my surprise, instead of fear gripping me, A sense of calm enveloped my being as she sat beside me on the bed and gently placed her hand on my forehead. Speaking in an unfamiliar language, she wore a pleasant smile on her face, as if reassuring me not to be afraid, and urging me to sleep. With tender strokes on my forehead filled with love and affection in her eyes, she sang softly. A lullaby that transported me back to a distant memory of leaving home and seeing my mother's tear-stained face for the last time. Overwhelmed by emotions, tears streamed down my face once more. Startled by my outburst, she quickly retreated to a corner of the cabin, seemingly afraid as if she had done something wrong. Then, like smoke dissipating into thin air, she crossed through the bulkhead and vanished before my eyes, an ethereal being leaving only memories behind. I wept uncontrollably, not out of fear, but due to her sudden departure, and perhaps aided by remnants of alcohol in my system. Unbeknownst to me, at that late hour of the night, Captain happened to be passing by when he heard my cries. Concerned for my well-being, he entered my cabin and offered solace in his presence. After listening patiently to my fragmented explanation, Captain realized that Chief Officer had failed to inform him about this grave incident earlier, an oversight that angered him deeply. Captain himself hailed from Mumbai and followed the Catholic faith. He assured me not to worry and provided me with religious literature for protection against such forces. To distract me from lingering thoughts, we watched a movie together in his day room until morning approached, a simple act of camaraderie that eased my troubled mind. As dawn broke at 4 o'clock, I bid farewell to Captain and proceeded to freshen up before taking my watch on the bridge as scheduled. From that day onward, an inexplicable change came over me. Fear no longer held sway in my heart. Though an aura of something supernatural seemed to surround me at all times, it did not pose any danger. Instead, it propelled me forward with newfound speed, strength, intelligence and enthusiasm. Everything began falling into place effortlessly. My colleagues noticed the transformation and appreciated my improved performance aboard the ship. However strange it may seem, that enigmatic encounter had become an indelible part of my life, one that left an imprint on my very being. Now almost six months have passed since my time on Spar Ruby came to an end. Due to my mother's concerns and constraints, I'm no longer allowed to return to sea. A decision that marks Spar Ruby as my first and final foreign-going ship experience. Yet vividly etched in my memory remains that captivating face with its entrancing blue eyes overflowing with boundless affection. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I hope this letter finds you captivated by tales of the supernatural. Allow me to share my own chilling experiences with ghosts, which have left me in a perpetual state of unease. It all began when I was just 11 years old, living in the mystifying state of Montana. One fateful night as I lay in bed, I sensed an ominous presence surrounding me. Despite feeling unwell, I drifted into a troubled slumber. In my dreams, a haunting figure pursued me relentlessly until it finally caught hold of my arm. Suddenly my eyes flew open, only to discover that the grip on my arm persisted in reality. Paralyzed with fear, I found myself unable to move. Minutes passed like hours until, inexplicably, the force released its hold, granting me freedom once more. Confused and shaken, I examined my arm, and to my horror, discovered indelible finger marks imprinted upon my skin unable to keep this eerie encounter to myself I confided in my mother the following morning astonishingly she revealed that she too had experienced a similar dream that very night the inexplicable connection between our dreams and the physical manifestation left us both perplexed haunted by this unsettling occurrence the nights wore on with a sense of impending dread Although we eventually moved out of that house, the encounters with the paranormal did not cease. In my current dwelling, I find myself plagued by an overwhelming sensation of being watched. A black figure lurks within the confines of my room, casting a sinister presence that refuses to dissipate. Night after night, as I attempt to find solace in slumber, an invisible weight descends upon me. It feels as though someone is pressing down upon my chest, rendering me immobile and robbed of control. Each passing night brings forth a relentless repetition of this chilling ordeal. Regrettably, those around me dismiss my claims as mere figments of an overactive imagination. Intriguingly enough, a friend divulged a haunting tale that may shed light on the origins of this malevolent presence. According to them, an elderly couple once inhabited this very house. Tragically, the husband committed a heinous act ending his wife's life within the confines of what is now my bedroom. As unsettling as it may be, this revelation offers a potential explanation for the inexplicable aura that pervades the space. Desperate for guidance and support, I turn to you, dear Mysteries After Dark podcast. How does one navigate through the realm of spirits and entities when they are met with skepticism and disbelief? Is there a way to cleanse this dwelling of its lingering darkness? The need for resolution and peace weighs heavily upon my soul. Yours sincerely, A Troubled Soul. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have a chilling tale to share with you one that has haunted my memories for years. It involves unexplained encounters with the supernatural, leaving me and my loved ones questioning the boundaries between the living and the dead. It all began when I was just a young child, around four years old. I vividly remember sitting on the toilet, innocently going about my business, when suddenly I noticed an eerie presence. A strange smoke filled the bathroom, causing me to cry out for my mother in fear. To my astonishment, she rushed in and witnessed the inexplicable phenomenon herself. Together, we searched the entire house for any logical explanation, but none could be found. Deep in my heart, and shared by my mother, was the belief that we had encountered a spirit. Years passed, and I found myself in another unsettling situation at my grandmother's farmhouse. This old abode, built by my great-grandfather, held a dark history. He had tragically suffered from seizures and eventually passed away on the living room floor. It was within this house that I experienced yet another encounter with the otherworldly. On a particular day when I was 14, I sought solace in my grandmother's bedroom, engrossed in a phone conversation with a friend. As I lay on the bed, facing away from the door, I suddenly heard a distinct rattling sound. Wooden beads hung from the doorway, and I initially brushed it off as the mischievous antics of our family dog. Curiosity got the better of me, and as I turned to investigate, I was met with an empty doorway. No dog, no explanation. Attempting to dismiss my growing unease, I returned to my conversation, only to be interrupted moments later by a peculiar noise. It resembled the sound of a pop can being crushed. Once again, I turned towards the source of the disturbance, expecting to find our mischievous dog. Yet there was nothing there. Anxiety began to creep over me as I sat up and scanned the room. The top light was off, casting an eerie shadow in the middle of the day. Though not overly concerned at this point, I couldn't help but share my unsettling experience with my friend. And then it happened. A noise echoed through the room, a slow and deliberate scrape. The dormers of the house were dark and mysterious, concealing their windows from view. The curtain rods and hooks were old and rusted, emitting an unpleasant sound when moved. My eyes were drawn to a patch of sunlight streaming through the window as each scrape grew louder. With each agonizing sound, the sunlight expanded, as if someone or something was pulling open the curtains. In a desperate attempt to rationalize what was happening before me, I called out to my grandmother hoping for a simple explanation but silence greeted my inquiry panicked i threw the phone aside and raced out into the hallway making my way down the stairs as quickly as my legs would carry me to my immense relief and bewilderment there stood my grandmother at the kitchen sink her hands immersed in soapy dishwater breathless and trembling i implored her to confirm that she had been upstairs with me moments ago Her calm response shattered any hope of finding a logical explanation. We've got spooks, she simply uttered, before returning to her chores. Dear listeners, I assure you that this is not a work of fiction or a figment of my imagination. These chilling encounters with the unknown have left an indelible mark on my soul. To this day, I cannot explain what transpired within those walls, ...or deny the presence of spirits that seem to roam freely in that old farmhouse. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share this bone-chilling account with you. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast... I am writing to share a chilling tale that unfolded in an old house in Kew, Victoria, where my family and I resided when I was just two years old. This house held an eerie secret that left us bewildered and frightened. Allow me to recount the inexplicable events that transpired during our time there, as shared by my family members who experienced them firsthand. From the outset, strange occurrences plagued the house. Tennis balls would echo across the courts when no one was present, their sound reverberating through the air. One particular night, a shelf in the hallway was violently hurled to the ground, causing a loud crash that echoed throughout the house. It seemed as though an unseen force was at play, disrupting the tranquility of our home. The room where my parents placed me always emitted an icy chill. Whenever I slept there, I would awaken screaming, my small body inexplicably cold to the touch. As time passed, this room eventually became the spare room for visiting family members. However, it seemed that the hauntings extended beyond my experiences. My cousin, staying in that very room, complained of a bed that shook uncontrollably during the night. My aunt awoke one morning to discover a mysterious lump on her head, with no recollection of how it had appeared overnight. Even more unnerving. Another aunt woke in the dead of night, horrified, claiming to have witnessed a green-colored man standing at the foot of her bed. The encounters with the supernatural seemed to escalate with each passing day. My father, who had an unshakable intuition about the room, resisted entering it for as long as possible. However, curiosity eventually got the better of him. To his dismay upon entering the room, he found his neatly arranged newspapers strewn haphazardly across the floor. It was as if an unseen presence expressed its displeasure at his intrusion by wreaking havoc on his belongings. These are just a few glimpses into the enigma that surrounded our time in that house. There are more tales to tell, but alas, I am restricted by the confines of this letter. I am curious to uncover any information you may have about the history of this house and what may have transpired within its walls. It is my hope that shedding light on this dark mystery will provide insight and perhaps even closure for those involved. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I hope this letter finds you intrigued and ready to delve into a spine-chilling tale. Allow me to share my own personal experience, a story that has haunted my memories for years. Picture a small neighborhood in Georgia where life was idyllic and everyone knew each other. It was a place of tranquility until a tragic incident shattered our peaceful existence. I was just eight years old when it happened. A girl I knew, a dear friend, met a horrific fate down the street from my home. The news of her death struck our close-knit community like a thunderbolt. She had been consumed by fire, a cruel and untimely end to a life full of promise. The night after her funeral, I found myself plagued by a recurring nightmare. In this eerie dream, my friend would attempt to enter my house while I desperately tried to keep her out. No, you're dead! I would cry out, but she would persist, insisting that she was not deceased. Her haunting words echoed in the darkness. I know you're alive, but you're going to be with me soon. These nightmares tormented me night after night, leaving me terrified and seeking solace from my parents. Their comforting presence allowed me to find temporary respite and return to a fitful slumber. But the dreams persisted, each one mirroring the last. I couldn't bear the thought of enduring this nightmarish cycle for the rest of my life. Determined to find peace and understanding, I took matters into my own hands within the realm of my dreams. During one particularly chilling dream, as she whispered those ominous words once again, I mustered the courage to rise from my bed and confront her. With trembling hands, I carried her spectral form to the graveyard where she rightfully belonged, laying her gently upon her grave. It was a heart-stopping moment the epitome of fear and uncertainty. The dreamscape transformed into an ethereal realm as I placed her back where she had been laid to rest. The silence was deafening and a profound sense of finality filled the air. It was as if a weight had been lifted from my young shoulders and the nightmares ceased their relentless assault. To this day, I can still recall the fear that gripped me during those nights. Was my friend truly trying to communicate with me from beyond the grave? Did she have a message that needed to be heard? The answers remain elusive, forever locked within the enigmatic realm of the supernatural. As I recount this haunting chapter of my life, I can't help but wonder if there are others who have experienced similar encounters. Are there more tales waiting to be uncovered? It is my hope that sharing my story with you, dear podcast listeners, Will shed light on the mysteries that reside in the shadows. Yours chillingly, Haley from Georgia. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast. I have a chilling tale to share with you, one that will make your listeners question the boundaries between the living and the spirit world. It all began when we encountered a presence in our home, a spirit we would come to know as Levi. Strange occurrences started happening, sending shivers down our spines. The basement door creaked open on its own, filling the air with an eerie sensation. And then came the unmistakable scent of a man's cologne lingering in the air as if a ghostly visitor had just passed by but it was the sight of a man glimpsed out of the corner of our eyes that truly sent a chill down our spines we couldn't ignore it any longer something supernatural was happening in our midst one fateful day i turned my head and watched in disbelief as a man wearing a tweed jacket walked into the spare bedroom The scent of cologne grew stronger confirming our suspicions that levi a former employee of my step-grandparents who had passed away was the source of these strange occurrences as we shared our experiences with my stepfather his mother uttered the words i bet it's levi it was as if she knew in her heart that this spirit had returned remarkably levi's presence was peaceful he would often appear at the junction between the basement door and the hallway silently observing as we went about our daily tasks there was no malevolence in his demeanor and we found solace in his gentle company whenever we sensed his presence we would acknowledge him with a simple greeting hi levi he would linger for a while before fading away into the ether but then something changed one day my mother and i found ourselves in the basement when one of the lights above us began to flicker At first, we dismissed it as a loose bulb or faulty wiring. However, as we delved deeper into Levi's history, we discovered that Christmas had held a special place in his heart. And on that very day, we made an astonishing connection. The flickering light was positioned directly above our cherished Christmas decorations. A sense of unease settled upon us as we realized that Levi was not entirely content. Undeterred, we continued with our tasks. I was in the kitchen, and my mother was downstairs ironing her clothes when I heard her speaking softly. I knew she was acknowledging Levi's presence. Moments later, I heard a distinct ping followed by the sound of shattering glass. Terrified, my mother rushed upstairs, visibly shaken by what had just transpired. The light above the Christmas decorations had flickered once more, prompting her to greet Levi. But this time... Something sinister unfolded before her eyes. The light dimmed almost completely before gradually brightening to its full intensity and then abruptly bursting. It was an act of defiance, an expression of malevolence that left my mother trembling with fear. Summoning all her courage, she sternly addressed Levi, demanding that he cease his torment. Levi, I have never minded your presence, but you must not be cruel. You scared me, she declared with conviction. In that moment, a whiff of cologne filled the air before dissipating into nothingness. Days passed without any further encounters with Levi. We wondered if my mother's confrontation had driven him away for good. But then, when we least expected it, a chilling encounter sent shivers down my spine. As I descended into the basement to do laundry, I caught sight of something out of the corner of my eye a cloud-like apparition drifting towards me like swirling dust particles. It moved closer and closer until it passed through a ray of sunlight streaming through the basement window. In that instant, the formless cloud took shape and transformed into a face. In fear and disbelief, I turned my head away as the apparition moved faster towards me. Without thinking, I hurried up the stairs, glancing back only to see the cloud dissipating into thin air. It didn't fall to the ground like ordinary dust, instead it simply vanished. Since then, Levi has remained elusive, appearing only fleetingly out of the corner of our eyes. We can't help but wonder if he has finally found peace, or if he continues to watch over us from beyond the veil. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I am writing to share with you a series of chilling experiences I have had with the supernatural. It all began when I was just 14 years old, living in my family home. Little did I know that these encounters would haunt me for years to come. One fateful day, while I was innocently taking a shower, a sudden cold breeze sent shivers down my spine. At first, I brushed it off as nothing more than a draft. But then... It happened again, accompanied by an unsettling feeling in the pit of my stomach. Hesitant and curious, I hurriedly wrapped myself in a towel and dashed into the bedroom to get dressed. As I dried off and dressed with lightning speed, an invisible presence unleashed a terrifying growl from the right side of my mom's bed. The sound echoed through the room, filling me with an overwhelming sense of dread. Without thinking twice, I fled from the room, my heart pounding in my chest. But the hauntings didn't stop there. Night after night, my bed would shake violently, jolting me awake from my sleep. Initially, I tried to convince myself that it was just my own paranoia causing the bed to tremble. However, when my brother stayed with me one night and experienced the same unsettling shaking, I knew something otherworldly was at play. Fear consumed us, and we sought refuge in my mom's room, locking the door tightly behind us. Yet, even within the safety of that room, we couldn't escape the eerie happenings. We could hear objects moving in the front room, catch fleeting shadows darting through the hallway, and even hear whispers that seemed to come from nowhere. On one particularly unnerving day when I was home alone, I decided to bring my dog inside for company. Gripped by fear, I couldn't bear to face the back bathroom alone, so I left my loyal companion outside the door. Suddenly, a loud crash reverberated from my room, startling both me and my dog. In a panic, she bolted away and refused to go near that area again. Eventually, we moved away from that haunted house, hoping to leave the malevolent spirits behind. However, to our dismay, our neighbors began reporting similar eerie occurrences. It seemed that the haunting had spread beyond our household. Our new residence, a house previously occupied by a family friend, initially provided some respite from the paranormal. But soon enough, nightmares plagued my sleep. In these terrifying dreams, unseen entities attacked me, rendering me helpless and unable to move or speak. The nightmares were suffocating, leaving me in a state of perpetual dread. One night, a friend stayed over without any knowledge of my personal encounters with ghosts. To my astonishment and growing terror, he witnessed a figure in the hallway outside my room and asked if our house was haunted. His words struck deep within me, shattering the illusion of normalcy I had tried so hard to maintain. I could no longer ignore the chilling truth. As if the presence sensed my acknowledgement, its malevolence intensified. Another friend who visited corroborated our experiences, recounting encounters with inexplicable activity and an overwhelming sense of evil within our home. It turns out that two dogs had lived in that house before us, among other things. Strangely enough, I caught glimpses of one of those spectral dogs on two separate occasions. Although initially startled, I felt an unusual sense of calmness in their presence. However as time went on, the hauntings took on a more sinister tone. Knocking and scratching sounds echoed from within the walls, seemingly originating from outside. A deafening vortex-like noise emanated from the backyard instilling terror in both myself and my faithful canine companion. What perplexed me most was that no one else in my family ever woke up despite the cacophony created by my distressed dog. Sleep became elusive as fear consumed me entirely. Night after night, I would stay awake until daybreak, yearning for the safety of daylight before allowing myself to succumb to exhaustion. It wasn't until later that I discovered from my friend's acquaintance that our home had been built on what used to be a landfill. The revelation struck a chord within me as I recalled a neighbor boy mentioning the same unsettling fact years prior. Nowadays, I reside in an apartment near a cemetery, a rather ironic choice on my part. As a mother to a young daughter, my greatest fear is that she too will be subjected to the horrors I have endured. There have been moments when she gazes intently at something unseen within our apartment laughing or simply fixated on an invisible presence. These instances fill me with unease and dread, never wanting her innocent spirit to be tainted by the darkness that lingers. One particularly harrowing encounter took place at Rockville Cemetery in Fairfield, C.A. Late one night, an ex-boyfriend took me there out of sheer boredom. From the moment my feet touched the soil of that burial ground, an indescribable sense of foreboding washed over me. It felt as though unseen eyes followed my every move and an overwhelming presence loomed nearby, though nothing could be seen or heard. Consumed by fear, I pleaded with him to take me back home, vowing never to return to that haunted place again. As word spread about my experiences in Rockville Cemetery, numerous individuals from the area shared their own spine-chilling tales of encounters with the supernatural. It became apparent that this hallowed ground held secrets that were better left undisturbed. These are but a fraction of the bone-chilling encounters I have endured throughout my life, the experiences that have shaped me into an insomniac with an unshakable fear of both human intruders and otherworldly beings. To this day, I find solace only in the presence of animals who possess an uncanny ability to sense and perceive what remains hidden from our human senses. When night falls and sleep beckons, I position myself against a wall with my back turned, a feeble attempt to protect myself from whatever may lurk in the darkness. If any of your listeners possess knowledge of hauntings in Red Bluff, CA, please share it with me. The quest for answers continues as I navigate this shadowy world where reality intertwines with the supernatural. Sincerely, a victim of unseen forces, mysteries after dark podcast i'm writing to share a chilling and unforgettable encounter that took place 15 years ago it was a day that began like any other but it quickly turned into a haunting experience that still sends shivers down my spine as i arrived home that fateful day i was greeted by a scene of chaos paramedics were desperately trying to revive my grandmother who lay motionless on the living room floor my mother had discovered her moments earlier, wearing an expression that sent chills down her spine. Despite the efforts of the medical professionals, their attempts to bring my grandmother back to life proved futile. We were informed that she may have been deceased for longer than the critical 15 minute window during which CPR is effective. With heavy hearts, we had to accept the tragic reality as officials from the coroner's office arrived to take her away. Hours later, After informing our relatives of the devastating news, we returned home to find ourselves face to face with an inexplicable sight. There, in the center of our living room floor, stood a pure white pigeon. Fear initially gripped me, but my mother's words brought a sense of calm. She believed that the pigeon was none other than our beloved abuela, my grandmother, attempting to communicate with us from beyond the grave. Though reassured, I decided to take a trip to the grocery store, leaving them to deal with this astonishing visitor. My grandmother had always possessed an intense interest in the supernatural. Even as a child, I would approach her after having vivid dreams and seek her interpretations. She had an uncanny ability to decipher their meanings. Her insights extended beyond dreams, too. On one occasion, she confidently predicted that the Mets would stage a remarkable comeback and win the World Series, providing me with a score that was eerily close to the actual outcome. We eventually moved from that apartment, but the memory of that day remains etched in my mind. Was it truly my grandmother reaching out to us from the great beyond? I am firmly convinced that it was. Wherever she may be now, I am certain that she has found happiness and I will forever cherish our encounter with the enigmatic bird on that summer day fifteen years ago. Well my dear friends, we've reached the end of yet another winding path. As the evening knits the night, drawing its comforting darkness around us, we must part ways for now you've traveled with me through unsettling alleyways of thought and i hope our journey together has both enthralled and enchanted you like a spider's web capturing the moonlight in its delicate dew-drenched threads until we meet again beneath the gossamer glow of the next moon i urge you to keep your hearts open your minds sharp and your spirits daring remember no star is ever out of reach and no mystery is ever too daunting to seek. This is your humble grandpa, turning the last page of our ebon bound book for now. May your dreams be wistful, my friends. Farewell from Mysteries After Dark, a horror podcast, and tread softly into the night.